Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The queen of entertainment, the queen of socializing and updating you on everything that's happening in Hollywood. Keith Parrish. I want to say happy birthday. you the queen of entertainment. <laughs> if I didn't marry Cookie, we would be married right now. Ooh. This sexy, sweet thing, you. Sounds happy like birthday to you. Thanks, Magic. Happy birthday to you. Oh. Happy birthday. A little bit of flair. Dear Keith. That little Luther there. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> oh, thank you guys. Happy birthday, Keith. Arrive safely. And happy birthday, Keith. From Magic Fuck Johnson. <laughs> happy birthday, Keith. Here is your gift. You can't really open it because you're holding a baby. So Chuck will open it and present it to you. Here we go. It comes from a bag. Uh, old made good. Oh, geez. It's already... It's... I buy old things. This is the Larry Bird story of my life. Uh, Larry Bird Drive. It's the autobiography oh, by Larry Bird and Bob, older than God, Ryan. That's right. Uh, forward by none other than the Magic Johnson. The aforementioned Magic Johnson. So uh, the mustache here on the Larry Bird uh, autobiography is incredible. Faint stash. So it's a flesh-colored... Uh, type. It's insane. I'd be disappointed if it wasn't. If it wasn't otherwise. Anyway, let's start the show. Mm. All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith. Here once again with my buddies Chuck, who I haven't seen in a month, and John. Hey now. It's been like three weeks. Hey now. Stole your Hankism. Stole my hey now. You did uh, so the hey now. Thank you for the birthday wishes. There was a custom video uh, at the end there. They did a little mirror image of my face. So I looked like actually a creature from either version of the thing mm. where I my face had split into two and was actually highly disturbing. Yeah. That makes so, me so that makes Thank you very much. I'm teaching myself how to use... Computadora. It yeah. is my birthday as we record this on Tuesday. 38? Uh, no, higher. 39? 39. 39. Almost, Woo! almost the big one. Hi, uh, Kobe Bryant and I and Shane Battier, all the same age. Mm, Catching up to Vin Sanity. Uh, never going to catch him. He will always Afraid be not. younger. Unless he dies. Then you'll catch him. And how. And then you'll catch him. <laughs> so it was a, it's, it's been a good birthday. If uh, he dies, we need to harvest that cadaver. Oh, I agree. Those organs are priceless. I want his pineal gland. I want his uh, like what are the what makes you jump? Perineum. The, ah, the Achilles tendon. Oh, you mean oh? Mm, I see. You mean like jump in the? I mean, you meant Daddy Mac will make you. Yeah, it'll make you jump. jump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, for my birthday, this takes us right to breakfast. Get it? Oh, I had some hipster donuts. Woo! Five dollar donuts. I only ate one. It was so rich, and I just don't mean the price. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> 
my wife went and got me a ten dollars worth of donuts, which is two donuts. Yeah. And on. she's like, "What should I get the boy? Because he's gonna want a donut." I'm like, "Just whatever's the smallest and cheapest thing," which was probably a four dollar donut. So. Well, the reason this podcast works is because Chuck and I also had donuts, yes. but of the cheapest possible gas station variety. Krispy Kreme. I had a jelly filled. And, I went straight uh, up, just old school glazed. And actually, that that wasn't even my breakfast. Oh, that's right. And my, my actual breakfast. That, this was breakfast dessert. This was yeah. That was my yeah my my digestif. Mm. Uh, my actual breakfast was uh, six. Uh, Deviled eggs from Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, I wish hey. that had not been the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what breakfast. I did. That's what I did first of all, and it, they were made uh, by a member of the band Cherub. At what rate did you eat these deviled eggs? Uh, I ate them meticulously. I put ah. salt on them. I so made sure there was. We're a talking hot sauce. about two day old deviled over thirty six hours from the Super Bowl. But look, they refrigerated. Well. They were refrigerated. Of they course. weren't just. They in, sat out for hours, and you know, they it. were in just the Super Bowl sitting they in their mayonnaise. But look, it's those fine. things were cooked by people's sweat. There's probably a little bit of MDMA in, in them, Pat's fan honest. despair. Yeah, if those are Jordans, there's yeah. probably yeah. <laughs> Jordan made them. You might have. You might. You might. GHB is going to kick in any second now. Mm, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get secondhand GHB? Uh, perhaps. Put probably that baby down. Put that baby down. Through the sweat. <laughs> <laughs> so Chuck, maybe you can help me with this. With the uh-huh. kid, with the little boy. You know, right. my boy's three. Right. Uh, he does not want to pee pee in the potty. Oof. He understands he's supposed to. Where he, does he pee? Pants or just out? With the diaper. Outdoors. Diaper. Diaper. Oh, okay. diaper. But so, like, everyone's like, you got to incentivize it. Right. You got right. to make, like, hey, if you have this, you can have ice cream. You right. have this, you can have toys. He understands everything. So then we're like, all right, like, do you want to, he's, he's like, do you want some ice cream? He's like, yes, if I pee pee in the potty, I get ice cream. You want to pee pee in the potty? No, I do not. And so then we started, like, taking away things, mm. being like, hey, uh, so no more, no more cookie or candy until you pee pee in the potty. And he's like, okay. Oh. So now he's just acknowledged he's just losing things. Right. And he's okay. He like he loves the Charlie Brown Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. We've been watching it. Yeah, it's February. We just keep on watching it. Uh and we're like, hey, uh, you need to pee pee in the potty. Um, so no more Charlie Brown Christmas movie until you pee pee in the potty. He's like, Okay, no more Charlie Brown Christmas movie. Man. And so now I feel like this maybe this is a terrible ta- this is a terrible tact we've no. taken. Okay, that terrible news. This never goes away. <laughs> my girlfriend will wake up in the morning, come and stare at my penis while I pee, and ask me why can't I get more in the toilet. <laughs> but she's not. But the the thing that's bothering me is he understands. Like we bought him, we bought him toys, right? And it's like you can open that toy when you when when you pee pee in the potty. Mm-hmm. But he he you're gonna have to buy thousands upon thousands. He is of toys. like he now just acknowledges. Uh, eventually, everything I like will be taken away. Because I'm not going to pee pee in the potty. This is dark. And he, and he just really, he, he's like, oh, I guess I can't watch TV anymore. You okay. ever seen the movie We Need to Talk About Kevin? I haven't, actually. We Need to Talk About Chase Buddy Buttinger. <laughs> That's how this movie basically begins in this scenario. So let me give you some of that dad of the year advice. Yes, uh, You just need better toys, dude. Like, uh, go and get you a, a really... Power Wheels. Step it up. And just pow, be like, hey, pow, look at this wheels. great thing that you could be doing. You're not going to be able to do it until you pee in the, the potty. The list of things that he gets when he, like... Starts using the potty is so long, and he can name them all. Yeah, and he'll say he'll tell this you. Is, yeah, this isn't working. It isn't working. Yeah, just he say, really. I think he has a little bit of me in him, a little bit of give up. Uh, yeah, and he's, he's like, like, well, okay. guess I don't have that anymore. <laughs> well, guess I'll never be a professional composer. It is. It is. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is good to know that he uh, kind of just uh, acquiesces to the completely uh, acquiesces the awfulness of life and how it just deals you he all did. that nastiness. I'm not joking. He's just. 
He was playing by himself one day, was whispering to himself, everything will always break. (laughs) Everything will always break. Everything will cool. hey, That's what happens when your daddy's a like grizzly. The end of a episode like, of Westworld. He's like a an android. Oh right, that's yeah, like wandering really, off into the wilderness. Really, really is. The, I had uh, my son. The circuitry's not quite right. <laughs> my son was like he was about three months shy of his third birthday when he started uh, pooping in the in the toilet, and oh. he, he had to because he was taking like a hundred pound Dalmatian dumps. Well, that's you know? the thing. Like, like, like the, the, di- like son, you're, you're too large. The yeah, diaper cannot take it. We cannot, there's no structural compatibility for yeah, yeah, yeah. these sizes. Does he poops. like to do the second one in the toilet or nothing? Nothing. No, no, no. That's if you can't get the away. pee, you oh, really? can't, yeah, okay. the poop's never going to happen. I mean, huh. I understand that. I'll be damned. That right. part seems more difficult, but come on, like peeing in the water, that's fun. Right. It is. Like, why isn't it fun? You throw Cheerios in there? Yeah. That's and good. Like, good, like, hey, hit the hit the targets. My son loved the that. Target practice? What are you guys talking about? You throw Cheerios in the toilet, and then the kid has something to aim at, and he's playing like a water gun. We game. got little inflatable animals. What? You drop them in the toilet, they, they grow into animals, little, little, little pills. Yeah. You shoot the dinosaur. Like, maybe, like, your, maybe your girlfriend should try this with you, John. Monkey? What are they called? Monkey Basically, monkey, uh, sea monkeys. Sea monkeys. Sea monkeys. Anyway. I mean, well, my <laughs> problem is like, Guys, I am doing the best I can to get that <laughs> urine in that toilet. And, like, I mean, it's cool, I guess, that she wants to look at my wiener. But not then. Not that not, way. Not, that not way. at that moment. Never, never, never that way. Not and really, glorious. with my wiener, I don't want anyone looking at it. That's a smart Yeah, move. I always feel bad good for the guys play. doing the drug tests. Yeah, I'm like, what That's a good way, I guess, to Do you know what you could MDA? do to solve the whole thing? When I was in the military, we, our urinals had to be in inspection quality, so no one could use a urinal. But yeah. what you could use was the stall... And I made I everyone yeah. sit down and pee. That was that way. There was no splashing. <laughs> That's Couldn't. so abhorrent. I told you bad. guys about my friend rough and peeing on a squirrel, right? That's an incredible story, and I want to hear it. So, uh, <laughs> boarding school, you end up going to school with people named Ruffin, Ruffin <laughs> Pauling the Fifth. It sounds I might add. that sounds like <laughs> an extinct bird of the Carolina Ruffins, <laughs> but uh, that's a puffin you're thinking of, I yes. believe. Um, so one night he go, he he comes to us guys. He goes, guys, you're not going to believe this. So last night, go into the bathroom, <laughs> sit down to pee, start peeing, look down, I'm peeing all over a live squirrel. <laughs> no one bats an eyelash over peeing on a live squirrel. Everyone is hung up on, wait, you sit down to pee? <laughs> He's like, oh, you guys don't do that? I was really tired. <laughs> like, no, man, and you're not our friend anymore. <laughs> I'll, sit, I'll sit down at night. At night so I don't have to turn on the light. Yeah. No, no, no light action? Just like. And wow. you can like rest your head on. Your I would hand. rather piss over every inch of that toilet, like bathroom, which is, which than is, sit down. Which to is pee. why you have problems. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually so, now on your girlfriend's side. Yeah, I'm not sitting down to pee, man. This is toxic masculinity. Yep. Some things you don't do. I, I, this guy also let you know I'm dealing with with rough and Pauling, who uh, I also was at his wedding where he was left at the altar. Oh my god, this goodness. guy's had a tragic life. Uh, I hope he's not hearing this. <laughs> uh, he also I was like, that, that's spent his life until we told him. Spent his entire life until boarding school, uh, thinking lard was uh, uh, poop. Mm. Oh, and he thought that you used poop to season and cook things. That would cause some problems. I was gonna say, and he still ate the stuff that was cooked. The, the in left of the poop. altar thing I find less believable than the squirrel thing. I didn't know that actually ever, ever happened. Me neither. Squirrels are very uh, squirrely creatures by nature. Man, it was just like that's some that's some first rate. That's classic Chuck analysis. <laughs> that, I mean, it was like just like a movie. Like they played "Here Comes the Bride" twice and nothing. Sh- we're just standing there. Why would you play that? Why would you start the song if you couldn't find the bride? Mm, that's kind of the she was like right outside the, the door. I've played melt, the piano melting I've, down. I've, I've played piano and organ at a lot of weddings. I need a firm thumbs up. 
Yeah. That it's time to start the thing. Never saw that dude ever again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move to our breakfast in bed apologies, which come after our breakfast. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. It is often, frequently, the first time we talk about the NBA, which is allegedly what this show is about. We've been told. In theory. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize okay, for? Okay, guys, we'll just get it out of the way. Top of the show. I did my uh, thing last week where I didn't show up, and I want to say I'm sorry. Uh, left my phone, had a wonderful Tinder date on uh, Monday. Uh, we ended up, you know, going back. Too much fun. Uh, ended up going back to her house for a, a nightcap. She didn't have a house. The next, she it was an Airbnb that she lived in uh, with her friends. and a party. Some party girl comes down to Nashville to right. go to Lower Broad. Chuck, like the shark that he is. Circling lower broad. Tinder tour guide 2017, uh, uh, Tinder tour guide of the year. So I took her. Uh, we we had a night, and then I was going to wake up, go to the house, do some things, and then go podcast. Uh, and come to an important podcast meeting. And an important <laughs> podcast meeting. Um, we uh, I get home, and I realize that my phone isn't on me, um, and I've... Found her on Facebook and messaged messaged her, and she did you get robbed again? She mentioned that she uh, was no longer at the Airbnb. Her and her friends left and went to uh, the airport. So my back to Augusta, Georgia. My or phone is from. in an Airbnb. Apparently, some guy named Jeff uh, Greg. I don't know. He uh, I, I believed everything number. until he said his name was Greg. It was one of those white American dude names. <laughs> And uh, I had to meet him without a phone using my MacBook to communicate with him on Wi-Fi from a McDonald's uh, in Germantown. All right, it's starting to sound more believable now. So, yeah, so that was my that was my Tuesday. And then I just got I, I had a long weekend. I you know didn't I was just uh, flummoxed. I was a mess, and I threw my hands up. And, you should have uh, just watched the heat to cheer you up. They, well, that was a day after the uh, the. Cleveland debacle. I don't know if oh, you guys know that. Now almost, I see where it all went wrong. Mighty mighty them. regression has come for Chuck's Miami Heat. Oh, they they're coming back. They're you know you know what it was. We'll get I don't know. It. Bama Potato is going to lead them. In my my worst of the week, you'll you'll hear my Heat. Right I now. think the Heat might make a move too. Let's save. I it. think they might make a move. Yeah, let's uh, save it. No one wants to hear basketball talk. No, like <laughs> <laughs> twenty minutes in. <laughs> well, I feel like we have neglected. One of the better and most amazing stories of the NBA season thus far, and that is the sudden emergence of not the you know Dirk Nowitzki, blonde-haired Kristaps Porzingis, Dolph Lundgren-esque. I must break you, Lord European. Marketing. I'm talking about them swarthy Europeans. Guys. <laughs> I'm talking about Milos Teodosic. I'm Ooh. talking about Thomas Sadoransky, the new John Wall. The dirty, the <laughs> off-white John Wall. I'm talking about Mario. Rhythm is going to get you, Azonia. And I'm talking about, here comes the rooster, Danilo Gallinari. Those dark uh, cigarette-smoking. Stain. Frenette-drinking. The way, John, the way you say swarthy yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Well, yeah, swarthy. It's, it's swarthy. almost like we're just talking about a whole race of people. Mm-hmm. But you can do that with Eastern Europeans. That's right. Yeah. It's so totally an does, opportunity for me to be racist against my own race. I think, uh, does Yusuf Nurkic count? Absolutely. Jokic. Are Nikola Jokic does not, not count. He no. is not swarthy. He's 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 one of the you know he's one of the steroidal. He's bit, he's uh-huh. he's bit by a vampire pale. Yes. Zaza Pachulia. 
No, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The there. swarthiest. The, swarthiest. the most villainous of all. <laughs> he is. Who is, who's, I mean, you got to be Milos kind of breaking out be, at being a rookie. Yeah. Uh, and also Sadoransky, just seizing the reins from the. Uh, Did you see him shut down Westbrook the other week? He's been, he's been great. The, I mean, he doesn't put a lot of numbers up points wise, but everywhere else he stuffs the sheet and he plays good defense and they play better with him on the court. Well, if you ask me, I don't trust one of them. They're all Russian sleeper agents. That's fine. They're all here to infiltrate the world's greatest basketball product. Moscow Center hoods. And they're they're changing our minds with their Ines Cantor in fueling revolution. That's what it is. I was going to say, like, easy, Breitbart, but Breitbart's on the side of the road. I'm so confused mm. now. Who knows like, they're anymore? Pro, they're pro-Russia. I don't That's I what's don't. great. So we should call just... this, if this was a wrestling stable, this would just be Team Breitbart. Team Breitbart. <laughs> <laughs> My apology, and this is the second time I've apologized to this guy, because I want to emphasize how incorrect I was. <laughs> This is, this is your Dwayne Casey. I apologize to Joe Harris. Oh, he went nuts the other night. Canada well, he has, been, he has been great this year. Yeah. He's become a very good what, 3 and D or just 3, you know, like he's converting at the rim a great rate. Right. He's shooting tons of threes, hitting a bunch of them. He's become an incredibly, incredible, valuable asset for the Nets. They can trade him. Like, I, I hear people talking like... Only his name was Yusuf Herodosovich. Right, right. I've heard people saying like, man, if just the Cavs could get like a Joe Harris to light it up. This is a guy, when the Nets got him from the Cavaliers, I was actually... I criticized them for saying like, Joe Harris is not an NBA player. They should be using their roster spots on guys who have potential. Look at my reverse racism. Mm. Like, they should... Guys who have potential who could grow to be something better. I don't understand the Nets, when they're so bad a couple years ago, wasting a roster spot on this guy. But they have seasoned him. Mm-hmm. I have to perfection. Now he's a great NBA player, so much to the point where he's going to be a restricted free agent, and the Nets have to be like, maybe we should move him before the trade deadline. I've, I've heard he, rumors he of Joe money. Harris for Pat McCall. Yeah, like Joe that Harris. That would be not good for the rest of the league. Joe Harris would feast on the Warriors. And so this is a guy, again, like two years ago, I thought he was a waste of a roster spot, and he has just continually proved himself to be a, a very, very good NBA player. So... I am sorry. Why does he keep bounce, bouncing around? Is that reverse racism? Well, I don't think so. I mean, he only was. On, I think he was only on the Cavs, and then yeah. the Nets got him, and he's been on the Nets since then. Don't you think the Cavs could use a guy like Joe That's Harris? What I'm saying they absolutely could. <laughs> I thought he was Canadian. I'm sorry uh, ahead of time. He's nice from Washington. <laughs> All right, well, those were our <laughs> breakfast in bed apologies. Before we get to our steak and eggs best thing, I believe we have some questions submitted by our Patreon supporters. The Croissant? Questionnaire. Any questions? Um, yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? Knock yourself out. V uh, Money asks, other than the obvious answer, Cavs, which team would be the best fit for DeAndre Jordan? Chuck, let's start with you. I think we should just keep him in L.A. You know, you stole my answer. Oh, <laughs> uh, you could do like uh, the ghost of Luol Deng and Julius Randle, who's being uh, tragically underused. Oh, you mean that, LA? I uh, think I think Keith meant Clippers. No, oh no, I meant I meant Clippers. You, just stay where he was. Just stay where he is. Oh, oh you no. like him in, you like him on that lake? I say huh? why not? Let's leave him there, and then you have a young little uh, somebody defensive. needs to clean up Brolo's tears. Yeah, I mean, you could trade Brolo head up for him. I think. So I've been paying a lot of attention to DeAndre Jordan lately just because I want to be able to answer questions like these. And he is one of the most confounding players because he's actually very intelligent. 
and this makes looks and makes a lot of uh, heady plays. Oh yeah, or attempt. Let me rephrase: attempts to make lots of heady plays because his body does not do what he wants it to do at all. <laughs> oh, he I've is been a there. flailing maelstrom of muscles inside you. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's sometimes horrifying to watch, and I'm just waiting for like him to kill someone or himself by wildly running around. He almost killed Brandon Knight that one time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was pretty awesome. But that actually was highly coordinated. Yeah, I mean, uh, and yeah, he'll make these amazingly athletic plays, but then other times he cannot catch a simple pass, uh, and and sometimes you're like, wow, this guy really sucks. And then the numbers are undeniable. And however, I don't think DeAndre Jordan is a player that is going to help any of these teams that are like a piece away no. at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand him on the Bucks, who seem to want him. Well, the Bucks. Need all centers. That's their right, right. Their whole that's plan. their new rule. Uh, the trail, like the Trailblazers, yeah, it's better. But like, they won't. It, that's you, just Olshay obsessed with. But if you if you if you keep yourself from paying Yusuf Nurkic, it's it's worth it, and he's definitely an upgrade. Right. And it does make sense for that team to have. But a, how much of an upgrade is DeAndre over Ed Davis? Uh, large, huge. You think so? I, and you know, I love Ed Davis. Everybody loves well, Ed, but, Ed Davis. Is definitely outplaying Yusuf Nurkic right now. Well, yeah, it, the Blazers have learned that they seem to be better rolling with Zach Collins and Ed Davis right. than, than Nurkic. So, like, if you could upgrade those guys to DeAndre Jordan, it makes sense to have, like, you know, you have a guard-dominant team that aren't good defenders in Damon CJ to get a guy in there who just catches the lobs and rebounds right. is good. If the Blazers add DeAndre Jordan, they are truly hamstrung, though. As They're far already as, hamstrung. Yeah, I mean, they have no move. They, they are no hamstrung. wiggle room at all. So, like... I, I like it. It's like one of those, like, all right, you're all in with this, uh, you know, five seed. Which, which again, I, I'm fine with. Like, you're, they're already. So you think of, of the teams, that's the the one that could benefit. It, from it makes most? the most sense. My official answer to the question is just keep them in, in Clipperland. Why not? I uh, I'm with you. I feel like that's the best fit for them, also. And the Cavs, I don't see it at all. Justin Barrett asks, "You are a journalist and have to describe the East and the West so far in two headlines. What are they?" So mine would be in the West. My headline would be. Dubstep, colon, repetitive and droning warder, warriors keep on winning. That would be oh, my... That was, be really, my. That was really good. New York Posty. Uh, very. And then um, in the East, uh, it would be Cavaliers, colon, ha, 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 ha. God, the Cavs. <laughs> good God, the Cavs. I got so much more on the Cavs, but that would be my... Those would be my headlines with no further commentary. I like it. Keith, you yeah. have any? Not to that level. No, <laughs> I really, really set the bar high. I was gonna think Chuck something came about in here like, like Joseph Pulitzer. <laughs> uh, you know, like the East, right for the plucking. Can Kyrie or Kyle harvest the? I don't. And I know I don't have. You a, misspelled Demar Derozan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not really gonna touch. The, 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 I, I think I'm just gonna give Chuck one of these. Yeah, hey, uh, Justin, your question feels too much like homework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I choose. I choose not to respond. I, I did homework, and I'm just embarrassed that Chuck's answer is so much better. Mm. <laughs> Let's move on to feeling Minnesota's query. Describe the shock and awe you will experience when the Houston Rockets partake in their annual playoff tradition of failing woefully short of expectations. This is sure to feature James Harden crashing and burning at the most critical of moments, this time mixing with CP3 yet again failing to reach a conference finals. Okay. Uh, so what, what exactly are their you know expectations? I think the Rockets are going to reach the conference finals, right. at least. So if they don't, then this is all plays out. But if they ended up losing to the you know Warriors in five or six... 
we're not thinking that's a a, a failure of a season, even if it does happen in a dramatic fashion, because it's kind of pr- predicted L- as it is. you cannot think of losing to the Warriors as right. That deleterious. Even, yeah, even if we have our you know classic yearly James Harden forgot to play basketball a few games, like it's, it's happened in the past. I think what we all want is James Harden and Chris Paul to play. Mm-hmm. For Chris Paul to not get hurt right. in the first round. The yearly or, or, tradition. Or, 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 or something weird. And then whether or not Trevor Ariza, Ryan Anderson... The Prince, Luke Mbaugh, Mute, Gordon. Gordon's Fisherman. Gordon, if those guys can step up in the playoffs, like I always think the offense of Gordon and Anderson dries up in the playoffs. I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. I think Anderson's going to be gone. For whatever reasons. So and may, and maybe they, they have a chance to move him for something. But uh, I don't think I'll experience any shock and awe, Mr. Norman Schwarzkopf, if that happens. Uh, I think that's kind of what we're all expecting. I think I, I, I just hope we, we get, you know. Yeah. We we get what we're hoping for. We see a healthy team, and right. I assume they will lose. And I just don't see what uh, feeling Minnesota is seeing. I, I think the team is too stacked. They're very stacked, but I, they I, do have a history of uh, dummery in the playoffs. All those the, players the individual separately parts, might have a history of it. The individual parts as this team least. is pretty different now. Is there yeah. any team but the Warriors that we think could beat them? I mean, the Spurs are in trouble. Mm, seems yeah, like maybe the the Timber Bulls if they turn into like a playoff thing and they can figure out. I mean, I am defense a little better. Deeply obsessed with the Nuggets right now, so I can't. Yeah. Rationally answer. Don't this be ridiculous. The, I love Rockets would mop the floor. I love them so much. <laughs> How many points have he scored in that game? Two two forty nine at least. Let's go back to Justin Barrett. He asked, "Which player would you revoke his starter membership immediately and stick his buttocks to the bench?" Trey Kirby. Ooh. Oh no. Oh. oh you mean, <laughs> oh, sorry. Well done. I like I, that was a curveball too. I was, thought, was certain you'd say Lee Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's dead weight. Uh, which starter would I would I put on the bench? I know. I think this say. is really easy. It's J.R. Smith, Manny. who probably shouldn't be an NBA player this season based on his body of work. He Cavs need to do something. and Must it be is, so fun to hang out with. You have to stop playing J.R. Smith. Chuck, who you got? Uh, do you know how, like, you ever seen Jay Leno's car collection? Absolutely. Right? Have. And, like, he'll just he'll show you his first, like, selection, the w- cars you first see in when you go into the, the garage. It makes and Seinfelds like, look like my two Toyotas. Exactly. But the, imagine in those first few cars there's some sort of, like, European clunker that has awful mileage. but A gremlin. But it, it's big, so oh. it, it fits in his, you know, repertoire of daily drivers. Sure. That's Zaza Pachulia. Okay, so that you've got a team. Oh. You've got a team with all these sexy Ferraris. Chuck, you gotta have somebody do the dirty work. You need a swarthy gentleman. You need this dirtbag uh, Eastern Georgian, easy European. No, he's a gypsy. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> and he's, you know, he just doesn't fit the he aesthetic. You know, I'd much, I'd much rather Javale McGee starting. At least he's That's like crazy. He's, he's a crazy good Ferrari Chuck. engine. You know? Zaza you Pachulia does his you job. Don't remember, uh, Zaza, he the big guys. He'll stick that foot underneath you. He's don't, part of one of the best lineups in the league, and I think it's because he's yes, he's obviously look, the weakest member of that John, lineup. If John, you or I nope. were plugged into that position, we'd be in one of the no, best lineups. No, you cannot in the put Kevon Looney in there. You cannot put Damian Jones in there. Javale McGee, put Jordan you Bell in there. Jordan Bell. No, Jordan Bell, they need the girth and the screen setting. Girth. He has a screen setting machine. Uh, I have better answers than both of you, believe it or not. It's Jarrett Jack. Mm. <laughs> it's Jarrett Jack. You just give it all to Trey Burke? Good Lord. Anyone. I mean, it, I know it seems like Nilakina might be a two guard, 
If you watch him regularly, it seems like maybe he's not ready to handle the point. Maybe it's not what he's supposed to do, but Jared Jack just bogs them down on both ends of the court because he can't stop himself from trying to take over. But what's great is he looks like Omer Fudd from Space Jam. <laughs> wow, Chuck's on fire. That's pretty good. All right. Well, those are our questions from our Patreon supporters. The croissant questionnaire. If you want to submit your own question, you got to join our Patreon. Become one of those awesome souls who financially supports our program. You do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. You get videos. You get weekly power rankings. You get to interact with a whole community with us. It's really fun, and we're starting to do more and more every week. And again, the very popular option, might I suggest, the $3 a month Slack chat where we talk about basketball. People in there, we're also doing the uh, the Pickle Pick'em we got going on, our fantasy leagues over at Fantrax.com. So if you're a longtime listener of the show, you want to step it up, become like an actual friend of the show, do it at Patreon.com slash FastBreakBreakfast. One more time, Patreon.com slash FastBreakBreakfast. If ever you wanted to discuss old WWF Coliseum videos with me at 4.30 a.m., this is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? Have you guys seen that new movie? Which one? Phantom Threads. Uh, is that a Star Wars movie? No. I have not seen the Phantom Threads. It stars Kevin Love Lewis and Isaiah Thomas <laughs> in LeBron T. Anderson's Phantom Threads, a brooding and kinky NBA dark comedy, a limited <laughs> engagement feature that will somehow win no awards despite its awe-inspiring cast and crew. Oh, is Do this? I have to know something about the Phantom? Th- I'll, all I know is P.T. Anderson directed it. Yeah. Well, all I know is I am enjoying the Kevin Love, Isaiah Thomas interactions to a degree that is just titillating me. Mm-hmm. I could watch that video of, it, of him handing the ball to him on like the Zapruder film, just on loop, back and to the left. I didn't know it could keep getting better. It was uh, Kevin Love throwing a jersey. And on Jeff Green's face! Jeff Green's face, same game. They do the uh, shout-out to uh, Ball from Grace. He... he Set up a wonderful uh, comedy. It was like the the stupid SpongeBob meme, you know? Yeah. Where like here's your rebound. Like it's kind of this <laughs> ridiculous uh, caricature. Like it's a meme, and I don't know. Uh, Kevin Love's out for a few weeks. Hopefully, they can get some like marriage counseling. Get Doctor Phil in there, trying to like mend fences with these two because it seems it is the center of it and, all. And you what, could tell nobody wants him on the team. And what happened? Did like. Did, like, J.J. Barea, like, blow by Isaiah Thomas and then, like, Kevin Love just said, all right, I'm just going to go break my hand. Right. I've had enough of this. <laughs> like Marcus Smart punching a hotel right. mirror. Right. I've, I've had it. Or Amari punching in a fire extinguisher. This is all part and parcel of a Did, larger plan. So Jeff Green kind of just seemed pretty easy going. Right. About having that jersey thrown in his face. Yeah, he was kind of cool. Who, who's the worst option? To have a jersey thrown in their face. He on that team, J.R. Smith. He would no, not I have done that to J.R. Smith. In the, in the world? Um, Yusuf Nurkic, dad. In the, in the basketball world. Yusuf Nurkic's dad. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't do it to Zebo ever. No! In my life, think about it. I would apologize if I, I dreamt think about Zeebo doing it. If you did that to Zebo, he would cut your face off of your face. <laughs> I disagree. Like I think Zebo would laugh it off. Oh. At, at much, this age. Much like, I think, when like Devin Booker tried to like... He threw like a little forearm at Zebo, right? And Zebo just laughed at him. Just hmm. said like, "No, you know, I, no, this is nothing. okay." Yeah, I think Ruben Patterson's the answer. 
That's crazy. <laughs> Whoa. I think Ruben Patterson would just... Say it in the Jailblazer universe. Sprinter's block would just <laughs> jump off of that bench without hesitation. Just go for the throat. You need somebody who's like wired way, way, like wound way too tight. Russell Westbrook? That'd be a bad one. That's pretty good. I thought he was going to jack that fan up. <laughs> he should have. I mean, yeah, that fan, that was ridiculous. That, what was that fluffy? Was that Gabriel Iglesias? I or? think it was uh I think it was Turtle from Entourage. Yeah, it's it was like ridiculous. the personification of every male entourage viewer. Yeah, it was ridiculous. distilled. It was like Latino tor- turtles. Tortuga. Yeah, yeah tortuga. <laughs> well, I, I didn't totally understand your mistake and X best thing, but all you Phantom Thread uh viewers out there. I'm oh, sure there's was good. there's a huge swath. There is okay, so Kevin Love and Isaiah Thomas go way, way back. Right. Like, oh yeah. And yeah, yeah, they yeah. are in a tortured, kinky relationship now. Mm-hmm. I like it. Which if you've seen Phantom Thread, uh, Vicky Creeps is poisoning Daniel Day Lewis throughout it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but at the end perhaps they'll reconcile and the last thing uh Kevin Love says to uh Isaiah Thomas before the curtains close is kiss me dear, I'm going to be sick. That's hot. <laughs> It's a kinky flick. I thought we were going to talk more about uh, either Bright or the new Cloverfield, which I did actually watch. Shout out Netflix. Really? Did it work in the Super Bowl? It, it shocked you? I love the first two Cloverfields. I can't even. The third one was I get motion sick. Bad. Any sort of movie oh, handheld? that has handheld, I get motion sick. Second like Blair one. Witch. Two and three are not handheld. Really? Yeah. Okay. You must have hated One Night in Paris, huh? Uh, I don't believe I ever watched it. I don't know what that is. Uh, isn't isn't that the one with the gay drag queens? That's one night in China. Oh, that's Paris is burning. <laughs> Sorry. Either way, um, my, yeah. Go ahead, Keith. My best thing is reluctantly Blake Griffin going east. Woo! He's been fantastic for the Pistons. Point God, Blake Griffin. When they when he plays, they have the point differential of a sixty plus win team. He looks incredible. This looks like the thing he needed. He's elevating. I mean, well, Reggie Bullock is still playing out of his mind. Right. Suddenly, Stanley Johnson is kind of stepping up into his role. Except for the last game, he was trash again. But, like, they're playing really yeah. well, and it seems like is moving east the best thing for Blake Griffin? Like, he hasn't so far hampered DeAndre Jordan. I mean, excuse me, Andre Drummond at all. No. And the Pistons look like kind of a fun, good team. They're breathing down the necks of the 76ers, getting back in that playoff race. And uh, it looks like, a, you know, immediately, short term, it's going to pay off for the Pistons. And maybe it was a good move. Maybe a few years from now, we'll have a different story. Right. But so far, all early returns are Blake Griffin to the East is working out great for team and player. And for both teams. Um, yeah. For the Clippers, too, definitely. Yeah. But I think for Blake Griffin especially, you know, you basically become a man in L.A. with all of the distractions that that city and its uh, gl- glorious glamour entail. You, you ship out to the middle of, uh, you know, car country in Detroit Rock City. He can't go out to the clubs because he'll get slapped by every person that exists in Detroit. They're all harder than him. So he has to stay home, shoot his jumper, and watch game film. So it's, it's best for him because Detroit's a real city. It ain't L.A. You know, you can't just go out gallivanting. He ain't every- going to the improv. No, you're not trying to catch a UCB herald. Uh, 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 uh. Right. You know, uh, in Detroit, you know, so stay, stay your ass home. Matt Walsh and <laughs> Lieutenant Dangle. <laughs> right. And, yeah. So I think it's a good environment for him. He's going to focus on basketball. He's motivated by this trade from the franchise who basically promised him the run world. Into Rick Mahorn under a bridge. It's great. And, and yeah, I think they could fight and with another piece, you know, maybe be in the top three next year in the does, East. Does Tim Allen not have his own comedy club or something? He might. Where he sells cocaine out of the back. Calls it tool time. Yeah. Maybe Blake Griffin could uh, 
franchise something from the old tool man? I think we can we could see it happen. Eight, come on, come on, Blake, save comedy in Detroit. Eight Mile Two. I know nothing about comedy in Detroit. No, I don't think there is. Any. I don't know anything about comedy in Nashville. It's probably best. <laughs> You're <laughs> looking at it, bub. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I hate to talk about the Cavs again, but I want to talk about the Cavs again because it's amazing. This is all great. Everything's going wonderfully for me as a Heat fan because they're just uh, disgusting. Well, the best part of all this, if the let's say there's like a like a particle accelerator accident and like a thunderstorm gives the Cavaliers like superpowers, right? A la the the movie the or the TV show The Flash. Meteor, Flash comes back. Meteor Man. Meteor Man. <laughs> <laughs> you thinking about Hancock? Yeah, uh, that's it. This is all. If if that's the only way, the Cavs probably going to beat the Warriors. Uh, and if it does happen, then Dwayne Wade ends up with the same amount of rings as LeBron, which is I think the most like y'all think psychopathic. You thing. think Cavs even going to sniff the Warriors? No, they can't. I don't think they'll uh, with. And I was going to be my parfait away, but with Greg Monroe giving those uh, Celtics a little bit of uh, firepower. Moose, moose power, moose knuckle. I think he could score, and he's he, he'll be useful in them in stretches because they they're, they're having think, trouble uh, getting Brad Stevens points will turn off the bench. Moses Malone, and I'll walk into the ocean. Watch. So your contention is Greg Monroe tipped the balance of power. I just think it gives a great team a little bit more. And when you're talking about a team that's that good, and uh, you know it has its ups and downs during the year, but it's developed young players. It's got a superstar. It's got Al Horford and his wonderful eyebrows. Like, um, I got. I got to say, what I'm loving. You guys laughed at me in our preseason predictions, mm-hmm. but it's on the table. What's that? Cavs miss playoffs. Celtics, Cavs first round one versus eight. I could I said in the preseason, you guys laughed. It is on the table. I'm pretty sure I wanted that. Furthermore, Keith, to that your laugh point, was a jinx. Uh, him with numbers on Twitter. You guys follow that guy? No. His he's got a model that's pretty interesting. He's really into gambling, et cetera, et cetera. So that's Leslie. I follow him. Surprise. Yeah. 36 in his simulations. Cavs are missing the playoffs. 36% of the time. Yeah. Before Blake Griffin scooted his ass to Clarence Boddicker and, town and look and, and hell on basketballreference.com, They're down to 2% chance of getting to the conference finals. Right. But they, that's all numbers. That, 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 that cannot read that there's a superhero on a team. Right. right. And that that is like he's dormant. This However, LeBron's worst year he's ever had. Let's say, though, so a Le- negative, negative. He's a negative net rating for the first time since his rookie year. Right. But let's say that, um, you know, they don't make a move. They don't move that pick. Uh, and they they end up with some sort of like weird in between team that's kind of hurt blimping in. Yeah, LeBron's kind of showing the signs of not being there in in his body language now. He's got like shades of 2010 LeBron, 2014 uh, against the Spurs LeBron. He's just not there caring about it from the eye test. So I I could see it happening. Little sneak. So there's no way he doesn't make the playoffs. You guys are, as of today, my birthday, you guys are are thinking it's going to be the Celtics or the Raptors instead of the Cavs? I'm thinking it's the Celtics for sure. I think you can see that team, you know, gelling by the end of the playoffs to to beat whoever's put in front of them. Thomas Sadoransky. Uh oh. Thomas so Sadoransky. If, if 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 the, you want to know the teams I have that are if going the to be... Wizards can turn John Wall into a contributor. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got the Wizards. I've got. <laughs> let, let me list the teams I think are much better than the Cavs right now. Raptors for sure. Celtics for sure. Ooh, Wizards. And the Pistons are coming for him. These are the teams I like more than the Cavs right now in the East. That's insane. I still believe in LeBron. See, he's 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 my hero. He's my savior. 
It's the worst I've seen him. You know, it's a it's a it's been a very smart bet for the past whatever billion years. You know, twelve years to bet on LeBron and you know him making the playoffs. One year it won't happen. You know, and it didn't. And you know, we all thought at one point it would nuts that a Kobe Bryant led team wouldn't make the playoffs. If, uh, Cavs roster is so old, so rickety, so poor. If the Cavaliers fall apart, you know who ends up looking the best? James Jones. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the world's greatest. Glue guy, baby. The Glue missing guy. ingredient. All right, can we put him uh, second behind Andre Roberson in the MVP race now? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. The opposite of our steak and eggs is our cream of wheat. The cream of wheat. Worst thing. What's the worst thing you saw? I've got to talk about. I stayed up brutally late. For Mavs Clippers, because I love basketball and hate myself. Yeah. Did you guys gross. see the end of that game? This is Monday night Mavs Clippers. No. I did. Grotesque. Dennis Smith playing mindlessly. Mindlessly. And 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 the only thing I can say about this, they blow the game. They uh in the last five minutes, they allow a 13 0 run to lose. <laughs> That's sexy. I want to. I want to say on our Patreon only Slack chat, John said the following thing. And if you're listening with children, skip forward 15 seconds. Dennis Smith Jr. is farting blood on both ends of the court. <laughs> yeah, that is true. It's a very. It was. Specific. It was true. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. has turned his tank on. God, he's shooting. I think 30 percent over the last two weeks. Or it's three weeks. February. And those he young kids. Those and legs you know, aren't ready for this. But what. I, this is this is a cream of wheat, but this one has a little bit. You know how you can sprinkle sugar on top, or like the strawberry preserves. I don't do this, but I've seen this done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Rick Carlisle is finding a way to make this cream of wheat palatable because he's taking those junk. Because at the end of that game, he could have put in JJ Barea and some older guys and closed it out, but he put those young guys out there and let them take their medicine. I feel like I feel like so he lost the game, moved up in the tankathon. I mean, that's the best way to do it, it if you're a Mavs fan. It is. I feel like almost Dennis Smith Jr. needs a reprieve over the last few weeks. He's been so bad. It's like it's, four, four turnovers a game and shooting 30%, and he's, he's not hitting his free throws at all. And look, he's playing poorly on offense and defense. He finally gets a chance to win the game after a hilarious uh, jump ball between DeAndre Jordan and Salah Mejri, where DeAndre Jordan oh. practically slaps it into an alley-oop for Avery Brad at the other end. I got to say, that was a beautiful play. Yes. So there's like five seconds left. Had he played by DeAndre. DeAndre Jordan, again, had he played, uh, who he did, and he, and he pulled it off, despite yeah. you, you doubting his coordination. Truly. Uh, he pulled it off. Knowing, Volleyball player. Knowing he would run the clock out. He just batted that jump ball as far as he could. Avery Bradley shouldn't should, have scored. Should have done the NFL kneel at the one. He, yeah. ju- he just should have rolled the ball into the corner. That would have been so incredible. That, that's the kind of but, basketball play I love. But Avery Bradley scores. So then they're only up by three. Dennis Smith gets another chance. Catches the ball out of bounds. That was bad. That was tough. There was hardly any time left. I don't, the I don't. only silver lining is the way Carlisle handled it. And then also Boban got to come in for 0.2 seconds to defend the inbounds pass. Boban is not the breakout fantasy star. You might <laughs> no. know. It turns out uh, Jeff Gundy and uh, Doc Rivers both believe that he's worthless. That's incredible. <laughs> Shush. Um, here's my Stan's going to be mad at you. Yeah, <laughs> he's got so way more hair than Jeff. My cream of wheat, right? <laughs> um, Better handles, too. We're looking. Uh, I was I was hoping, and and it gave me hope uh, when the All Star team selections came out that the Miami Heat weren't going to have a single All Star. How oh, you wanted that snub motivation? I wanted that. I wanted that Spolstra snub city, just lighting a fire, bulletin board material. And now we've messed around. We sent Wayne Ellington to the three point contest, and with Kevin Love being out, 
the dragon is getting sent to play. Where's the all-star game this year? Los Angeles. Oh, that's great. Although I do really like the designs of their new snub city jerseys. <laughs> the all white. <laughs> it's just a bunch of, it's just a snub nose. I got to say Kimball Walker. Why is he getting punished so hard for just because his team is bad? I think it. I think that does matter. And when you've got it matters some, but like Goran Dragic, come on now. When you've got a team like that, you kind of want to uh, give the ideas to you know. The argument the is they have so many the wins, team. they give it to the best player on that team. Josh Richardson. But how do you? Yeah, I was about to say, how, <laughs> yeah, who is the best player on the Heat? Yeah, anytime it could be Kelly Olynyk or James Johnson. They're, you really I'm don't like know Kim, who their Kim best Walker's, guy is. Bama Potato. Bama Potato. Kimball Walker's playing so well. It just seemed. It, it, it hurt me a little bit that he didn't get He it. is great. But, yeah, I think that's, like, the old school coaches kind of, like, traditional thing. Is like, who's the best player on the best team that hasn't made it? The Wizards got two all-stars. Put Kimball Walker in. Dink. Can't. I'm angry how much we've talked about the Wizards. Kimba we, Walker. We have always agreed we will never cover them on the show. <laughs> Kimba Walker no one cares about them. I've never Wall. met anyone who cares about the Wizards. There's no Wizards fans. You don't have a buddy named Hinch or House or Murphy <laughs> or Sully. Or <laughs> my, my worst thing. It's almost a human interest story. I was trying to explain this to someone. We going back to Boban? Red Panda. Oh, no. And if you don't know, listener, Red Panda. If you don't know, hang up the phone. Well, a beloved halftime entertainer. Falling on hard times. She, she's on stage and off. Well, you know, her, Been her dropping her, plates. Her act is, you know, she kicks the bowls on the unicycle, kicks the bowls on her head. It's breathtaking. It is incredible. It's amazing. Never and gets so, old. what happened was her custom made unicycle. Was stolen from San Francisco International Airport. Those thugs. And everyone. Thug singular. I think it was a redheaded was, white man. It was a Everyone PSA is agent. outraged. I'm seeing all these national NBA writers being like, who could do this to Red Panda? I think there's a lot more to the story. Here we go. I think this is a conspiracy. Uh, now, it's not Chuck's, but this is my turkey bacon conspiracy theory. So I think this is what happened. Like Wormwood. Mainstream media has not been reporting on this. We've been talking about it. Because this is real news. Red Panda has been struggling on the court. Mm-hmm. She retired, and then, I don't know, maybe she realized there's no 401k for halftime performers. Social Security checks is light. She decided to come back into the game, and she's been dropping bowls left and right. Mm. It's not and been great. You can see it on YouTube. I mean, I, like, I saw it with my own eyes in Memphis once. I see people talk about it on Twitter, like, oh, yeah, you know, she, she missed her bulls again. I feel like this is like an embarrassing post-retirement comeback. So I think what happened was Red Panda's like, you know what? I need to hang it up. But I can't hang it up. With, I, I got too many bills to pay. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to hire someone to steal my unicycle. Mm. So if I don't have my unicycle, this is my out. Boom. So, like, she hires someone. She leaves it out. They come and grab it. Kind of like, uh, I'm thinking of the scene in the Amazon original Patriot. Mm. The greatest. Just, the greatest TV they just TV show kidnap that guy years. on the airport elevator. It's yeah. incredible. Watch the show. Anyway, I think she's, uh, I think it's like a, a false flag operation, sort of, you know, where it's an inside job where she's hired someone to steal her unicycle so she doesn't have to perform anymore. She can be off the hook, get out of these upcoming dates because she just doesn't have it anymore. I know people are on the case. They found photos of the uh, the assailant. Mm-hmm. I just think, you know, See, she Keith, wants it to go away. Keith, Keith, once again, you're the McNutty to my bunk. You've got your hair brained, 
serial killer narratives, and I'm just going to do good old-fashioned police work. Okay. Let's just follow the clues here. Let's follow the evidence, the hard evidence. Let's, let's check into priors. Let's see who's got a record of a criminal history. And then let's look at the tape. Tall, redheaded, Caucasian, desperately wants to get back to, into the NBA at any price. This is a Robert Swift caper. <laughs> this is very clearly a recidivist oh, no. Robert Swift caper. Case closed. Bunky Burr. I That's thought, what really happened. I thought it was going to be uh, Brian Scalabrine <laughs> when you started, when you started <laughs> talking. You, White Mamba. <laughs> I thought we agreed never to make fun of Robert Swift after that horrifying expose. I'm sorry. You, uh, you, you couldn't tell, but in my head the whole time you were coming across with that, I was just saying the word f- over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's obvious. Uh, she, uh, you know, Red Panda. She's worried about uh, you know her family's illegal immigrant status. Uh, she's got a lot coming. You know, it was ice, and she's yeah, she's worried. Ice about, done it. She's always worried about somebody coming around the corner. It's just, it's a hard life out there. It's a hard for life. somebody who may not have filled out their travel visa. I'm just saying, properly. don't solve the case. I know the, the Golden State Warriors have offered to replace her bike. I assume she's sitting there saying, don't replace my bike. Nah, bro. Let s- me go. Can I, I want to go fund me. Let me go. Yeah. She's the... Uh, Can I get a smaller unicycle this time? What if she was just like, I did this wrong. I could have done three feet unicycle instead oh, of yeah, a, yeah. a 12-foot she's one. She's like, this This unicycle is way too unwieldy. Because she falls, has to practice and fall daily. And that's a spill. Yeah. Maybe she's just like, maybe I downgrade. Everybody else is happy. Maybe maybe it was our boy, friend of the show, Amazing Sladek. <laughs> Tired of all this red, red panda. That's right. It is <laughs> red panda. <laughs> all right. Well, those were our cream of wheat, worst of week. You guys been playing that draft app? I know John is back. You know it. On there. Draft.com slash fast break. I've been playing. I took that one day off. It's everything I needed. Resetted yeah, the reset. system. See, I'm that's ba- what I did too. I'm back on that winning ways. If you guys want to download the draft app, you can play daily fantasy, but the way it's set up is you do a snake draft. It only takes a couple minutes. The draft itself is super fun, and then that's your lineup for the night. You're not playing against pros. You're not playing against sharks because it isn't worth their time. You get to play against us. Yeah, Follow and us. so the way we do it, we just play against our listeners. I'm on there as Fast Break Breakfast is my username. So if you download I don't me, even know my username. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll try to figure <laughs> it out. Probably my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably so download- can, I, can I give some free draft advice? Don't follow their projections. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't follow their projections. But you can go over, you you, you scroll right, sort by swarthiness. (laughs) Sadoransky is incredible. Mario Hazonia, who lines up as a guard for some reason. Unstoppable in draft if Eric Gordon's out. So we've been playing against our listeners. Again, if you use our code FASTBREAK, you get a free $3 entry into a game. I mainly just play the $1 games. It's nah. super cheap. It's super easy. It's completely legal. You can use your PayPal just to put some money in there. And you can go play to, for way more than that. And you can play for way more than that if you're, if you're Jumper. So go to draft.com slash FASTBREAK. Use our code FASTBREAK. Again, the draft app. Highly recommend it. It's been part of my daily basketball routine for almost three weeks now. I've made two hundred and ten dollars. That's pretty good. I'm up eight units. Woo! Which that's is, that's which the right way to talk about it. Eight dollars. That can mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, scattered, smothered, covered. What are some other things we're seeing across the NBA? Can I talk about the two teams I'm most obsessed with and I think are most interesting at this moment? Yes. And actually, I'll put it to you in a in a, in a question. Between these two teams, whose resurgence is more impressive to you guys? The Nuggets or the Jazz? I also, maybe we've become too hive mind alike. Uh-oh. You're becoming uh, you're Danny to my Nate. 
I also am obsessed. Wait, Nate, wait. <laughs> Did you say my name? Wait, uh, hold on. Let me answer your question. Go ahead. <laughs> What's ja- going jazz, on? jazz and nuggets are both incredible. Can I give you some jazz stats real quick, Nate? <laughs> the Utah Jazz, since Rudy Gobert's return, have a 10.9 net rating, good for first in the league, 50.5% shooting percentage, good for second in the league, and a 7-2 and record, good for seven in, second in the league. Also, Nate, the Jazz, rest of the year, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> 23rd hardest strength of schedule. It gets easier. Yeah. Come on. Check it out. We were, we were worried about the Jazz I'm not so making the playoffs. I'm so optimistic, but I'm so, I, I don't want to jinx it by talking about it too much. Well, hold on. <laughs> I got a little more. The other West playoff bottom four contenders? O- OKC is the third hardest schedule. Denver has the eighth. Clippers ninth. Portland 10th, and if you want to throw the Pelicans in there, which I don't anymore, 13th, the Jazz can do this. Well, so the Nuggets, also impressively, last week had an incredibly hard schedule. And 2-2, two and two, and the two they lost were by skin of their nuts. Skin, skin of the Will Barton pull-up jumpers. Uh, so the Nuggets have been really impressive, really rounding into shape. I feel like Trey Lyle should play even more. We're even seeing some Daryl Arthur out on the court. Daryl Arthur starting sometimes. I think, to answer your question, I'm more impressed by the Jazz... I guess Ricky Rubio is playing out of his brain. Right. Donovan Mitchell had the huge games and he got sick and they won even without him. They've been dropping, they're dropping 130. They're having 60 point halves. I can't even speak. Yeah. 60 point halves every half they've played. And, that, for and that's the last like uh, that's, five games. That's with, uh, you know, Rodney Hood trade audition games thrown in there too. <laughs> I think he's shooting 75% in his last two, points two, the two, two games. Um, on the Nuggets front, you have Jamal Murray coming into his own. Just playing incredible basketball. The ball movement is much crisper. I feel like they're kind of finding themselves finally. Like Jokic doesn't look sick. Keith, uh, gleaning from the show notes, I think this is a good time for me to... You had a question, and you tweeted this out. Who would you rather have? Donovan Mitchell, 21 years old, five months. The aforementioned Jamal Murray, 20 years, 11 months. Or Devin Booker at 21 years, three months. So I'm, I'm a Devin Booker hater. Like right. everyone knows, I, I don't really like his game. So he's, yeah, he's third on my he's list. He's the most aco- he's he's the most accomplished. Yeah, he, but he, I don't want him. No, for me, it's Donovan. Good Mitchell. numbers on a bad team guy. For me, it's Donovan Mitchell because I feel like, and I guess you you can read this however you want, and you can be deceived by your own biases, and I could right. be in this situation. I feel like Donovan Mitchell makes the nebulous winning plays. Okay. Like, I feel like he does the right That's thing. That's really interesting right to me because I feel the opposite. I feel okay. like Donovan Mitchell right now is the more athletic, more explosive, more impressive player right now. But to me, Jamal Murray is the guy who makes the more winning plays and makes the headier plays. And to me, seems like he seems like an NBA star for years to come. Whereas I could see Donovan Mitchell being like a kind of like a guy who has a, a few good years, maybe one all-star year and then kind of disappears. See, I think Jamal Murray right now is on an incredible hot streak. That could and, also be and, true. And I, I see these crazy shots, and some of them I don't feel like is incredibly sustainable. Like, we know what He's Devin Booker really can do. He's a really good passer. We have years of Devin Booker yeah. doing it. The fact that Donovan Mitchell can play some point right. and I think is a superior defender now. Certainly. Combine that with what he's doing on an incredibly offensively starved jazz team. Jamal Murray has the luxury of playing with Nikola Jokic, who... And everyone you know, on that Nuggets team is scoring in bunches. And, and, and every time throughout Jokic's career, everyone who plays with him has better numbers, like, like hugely better numbers. So for me, I say Donovan Mitchell. Right. But second place is also Jamal Murray. Yeah. I, I, I'm just not a fan of Devin Booker, but... I think Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray are stars. Yeah. Stars in the making. 
Yeah. Chuck, what do you think? Yeah. Don Don. He's the one. The hurdy gurdy man. I don't like Devin Booker either, but I could see the him. Devin fitting. Booker is better than we say. I, I would I would see him on my Miami Heat team a la Dion Waiters well, and see, that, filling the like hefty scoring load. That's a it great a so, so Chuck, if Devin Booker had spent his whole life on the Miami Heat with Eric Spolstra, would we like him? With Pat Riley. Yeah, we, I it, think the Suns might have ruined him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that. It's yeah. chicken or the egg. Yeah. I feel like playing for a team going nowhere, losing all these games, and it was just like do whatever you want, right? Score all the points you can. It, it might have kind of ruined him. Yeah, you can kind of break your uh, understanding of what the team game is early on in your career with bad habits. But yeah, he might be one of those guys. Like, well, we could we could have drafted him uh, over uh, Winslow. Uh, I think he was the next pick after. I think uh, you're right. So yeah, they, y'all, y'all trading Winslow. You, uh, you, you know that? Hey, I gotta say, you guys screwed <laughs> for that Tyreek Evans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and remember, we, Danny Ainge was going to trade all those assets for Winslow. Why couldn't that have happened? Because we saved me from some asshole embarrassment. Yeah, I Celtics actually wanted. So another thing that happened this week was CJ McCollum scoring. Oh, before we leave, uh, oh, R.I.P. Stephen Adams' ankles Ooh. due to oh, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray that was not okay. I <laughs> was not. Oh, Jakar, Jakar Sampson got dunked on so bad. Levined. They they sent him back to the, the Reno Bighorns. Yeah, <laughs> I, I totally get it. He got totally dunked straight to the G League. No, I said CJ McCollum scored 50 points in three quarters. Outstanding. And again, my unabashed hatred of Devin Booker. I was like, just play him in the fourth quarter. Let him get yeah. it. Let's get 70 points just so we talk about Devin Booker less. All the less Devin Booker. I get it. Yeah. Bad Al- almost Clay Thompson esque. Sometimes good players end up with bad situations. I think uh I think Devin Booker, I, I wish there would be like a different alternate universe where he was on a good team. What's cool though is Devin Booker is a piece of trash person and very annoying. So yeah. I'm enjoying He this looks like a kid I'd uh, he has like one of the top five punchable faces in the he, NBA. If they recast uh like uh karate kid right now, he'd be in Cobra Kai. Oh easy. Oh he would 100%. be Billy Zabka. Yeah, Billy Zabka reference. Ambly Love Ambly. it. John from the top row. That's right. <laughs> before, before we move to the International Stackhouse of Pancakes, uh, I think last thing, the Nikola Miritich trade. Yeah. Uh, no trade trade? I felt like it was a good trade for the Pelicans. Like, it worked out. They, they had to send away a first-round pick, but they unloaded Asik and they turned it into Nikola Miritich. Right. It seemed like a good thing. Tony Allen is on the, the Bulls, by the way. Thanks Has so he much. been in, in uniform? Has, is he with the team? I know he's number 25 for some reason. I tweeted that. Yeah. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Well, I was, because I had to find out, I'm still looking to find a, a Tony Allen shirt. Also, if you're in New Orleans and listening, get to me. I want, there has to be a Tony Allen something in the team store that's I, on clearance. I don't know if they made one. They might not have made anything. I've, I've looked, Keith, very, I, don't, I don't see very, Tony it's Allen. It's not merch. a, yeah. Very, very, very I don't know why market. you're sending us back down this road. Anyway. You hate my guts. Uh, well, Tony Allen's 25 because uh, Antonio Blakeney is number nine. Laurie Markkinen's 24, his, his, his other number. And then 42, which was on, on the Celtics, it's a Robin Lopez. So he did choose 25. Rolo. I do want to make a custom make. Oh, poor Rolo. <laughs> Getting tossed. No, Nikola Mirtich. Rolo's going to get fined. Early returns in on the Pelicans, not good. No. Like, they've looked bad. I, there's going to be an adjustment period. But what do you think? You think the Pelicans are in serious, serious trouble? Yes. Yeah. They lost their, they lost their arguably their best player on any given night. Uh, the future of the franchise is in disarray because of it. You can't sign him uh, in the off season because he's probably not going to play next year. And we're talking about Boogie. Oh, they're going to sign him. Uh, they're gonna. <laughs> the, I mean, I guess they they have to. But I, would that be a smart move? You know, Pelicans are going to end up in lottery. Know. Yeah, and and then now you've got this ticking uh, clock of a of a player in his prime who's going to huff and puff now, 
if he doesn't have the help uh, requisite to get to the playoffs and and do some make some noise. So, yeah, that this is that injury has you know put a big like strain on that franchise and, and is going to make them I think uh, do a move that they wouldn't normally if uh, if they had all these pieces. Uh, well, you know, I mean, healthy and, and, and once again, like this is kind of the Pelicans team. You know, this like, is kind like, of in the way like, like, like we know, well we yeah. know what they're going to be next year like yeah. they, they can't they can't really move a whole lot. I actually thought I thought the Meritage trade would be really good for them. I thought it, it would make some na- more natural lineups. I'm a little confused how it's worked so far. Like just in, in their game on Monday night, they rolled they rolled out Emeka Okafor right and Czech Diallo <laughs> in a front court with like Ian Clark. It was it was the worst lineup and I was like, "Oh, are we Gentrification is real. Are we already to this point?" And you know, part of my, you know, I, I get a lot of uh, grief on the Slack chat for being a, I am a boogie agnostic, but leaning uh, against believing in him. Right. Uh, like, I'm still like, I would like, he could prove me wrong. Look, but, with boogie, they're like a fifth or sixth seed at best. Now they're yeah. just not going to make the playoffs. Well, so one of the big things was like, I was curious how this absence of boogie, what the drop off would be. The initial reaction was they won they won their first game against the Thunder without him, but then since adding Miritich, they, they've looked kind of a mess. So I don't know. I, I, I'm worried once again we're not going to have enough data points for this season to even draw more conclusions. Like, right. was Boogie taking over games and doing his incredible stat lines we've never seen before? Right. Is it helpful? I guess kind of helpful, or, or was it damaging to the other team, to, to the other players? I, I I don't know. And we saw last year when they when they traded for Boogie, uh, they had a, a rough time, Alvin Gentry and his team, getting those players to kind of, you know, meld in and work well together. And now you're doing, you know, losing a great player and then adding, you know, a middle of the road, you know, above average power forward yeah, um, who can stretch the floor a bit. And, he, you know, that may, that doesn't seem to be like Alvin Gentry's strong suit is assimilating talent and getting them to play together. But they need they quickly. need to buckle up because now we got a playoff race. Yeah, and they yeah. If the Jazz keep winning the Clippers and the Pelicans stumbling. So we kind of thought the playoffs were wrapped up, but who knows? No, nah, it, it it's real. The Jazz the Jazz resurgence is real, and I mean, their SRS is in the negative now. This is not a good team at all at any level, and I don't really see how anyone can really argue otherwise hey look the king cake baby though right well, it's, it's, the it's, horror lives the king that's it's king cake baby time yep well, let's move to the awards. The four. <laughs> let's move to the awards segment of the program the international Stackhouse of pancakes award given each week to the worst performance in a box score we have a few honorable mentions wayne ellington 0 for 9 tim hardaway 1 for 10 dennis schroeder 2 for 16 it's a pretty good week when a two for 16 does not get a Man, nomination. I can't believe it. Brick City. We have three nominees as they occurred chronologically over the past week. Lou Williams in a loss to the Trailblazers. Five for 26. Wow. Whew. Five for 26. Did Building he- houses and dropping blouses, Lou Williams. Did get 20 points, one rebound, five assists, one steal, one block, four turnovers, one personal foul. Wes Matthews in a loss against the Mavericks. He's been so hot, too, lately. He's coming back for my iShop team. Uh, Wes Matthews was two for 17. Six points, four boards, three assists, five steals, which is incredibly sexy. One block, one turnover, three personal fouls. And then, once again, Tim Hardaway Jr. in a loss at the Bucks. One for 14. 
six points, seven rebounds, four assists, three steals, three turnovers, one personal foul. And the first father-son combination, I'm guessing, to ever both go one for 14 in NBA games. Ooh. Actually, I, don't, I have no way to look that up. No, it's uh, That would take me researching every father-son combination. But anyway, we have three nominees. Lou Williams, five for 26. Wes, Wes Matthews, two for 17. Tim Hardaway, one for 14. This is tough. It's hard for me I, to give anybody I, who gets 20 points a shot. Well, he yeah. does not miss free throws. I mean, it was a very Stackhouse line. Yeah, that is that is actually very Stackhouse because he was well, not it. necessarily the worst. Right. Um. Yeah, I guess. I guess I'll go with Lou. I'll go with Lou. You gonna give him the volume? Five or twenty-six. He's got, the vo- he's got the volume. You know. Yeah, it's the volume. I'll go with volume. It's today. really weird. You don't normally see the two for seventeen for some reason. That it's is normally a, weird a two number. for like two for sixteen. Normally is the highest we get there. Right. But also, I don't know. I'll go hard away. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go hard away as well. Yeah. One for fourteen, always special. Right. Mm. So all right, Tim Hardaway, continuing the the family bloodline. You are this week's international stackhouse Ishvorp update. We're, oh, we got an Ishvorp from, from our power listener Matt Sullivan. This is the Shout uh, out for Sully. our international stackhouse of pancakes fantasy league over on fantrax.com. These are the most inefficient of efficiencies. <laughs> So if you don't know, our iShop League is basically where we celebrate and and uh, raise up all of the completely inefficient players that get a lot of tick. So these are the, uh, a created metric, the Ishvorp, uh, basically uh, describing how bad a player is using numbers. Coming in 10th, Evan Turner. Ninth, so Mark close. Schnell, Tony Schnell. Ooh. Eighth, old friend and former Grizzly. Never goes to his left, Jared Bayless. Mm. Seventh, oh. Wes Matthews. Sixth, the worst player in the NBA, Wilson Chandler. <laughs> Fifth, been a rough my, year for Wilson. My least favorite player in the NBA, Marcus Smart. Mm. Fourth, Dilly Dilly Brooks. Third, Fat PJ Tucker. Second, <laughs> PJ Tucker's Tucker. at the third. Uh huh. Wow. Second, the Stanley Steamer himself, Stanley Johnson. Dookie. And first, Keith starter, J.R. Smith, yeah, the plumber. Boy. Uh, Matt sent in a comment. Back. Remember when this list used to be full of Heat players? Yeah, something about that team turning around. Josh Richardson was definitely the uh, Tyler MVP Johnson. of like the first first half of the season. It was incredible in the, the negative around. fantasy league. There is an interesting uh, turned it around. There is an interesting stat that Reddit uh, brought up to me today. Um, Malik Monk the other day, uh, he he managed to get nothing on its stat line except a steal in a in a road oh, game. Oh, so close to Club Trillion. That is uh that is officially called the Leangelo when all you get is a steal on the road. Oh. oh like he it. joins oh. DJ Wilson who also did that uh this year against the Heat. Um but yeah, that is uh the Reddit user T Savarit 4 did it. So congrats. That's a great little also, thing. Also, I guess that'd be a good time to shout out, you know, Nuggets rookie Tyler Lydon. Finished his rookie year with a trillion. Nice. Two, uh, t- two minutes played. No stats. <laughs> a two trillion for we traded you for Donovan Mitchell. No, I thought he got hurt. Pretty good. All right. Par fadeaway. What things are we looking forward to? I don't think it's going to happen, but please, God, trade DeAndre and let me see Boban play some serious minutes in this world. <laughs> I, mean, I want to would... see. I want Boban and Tobias to play on the same. I want Toban, Toban. to be on the court at the same time. That sounds... That's it. Bobias? Bobias. Yeah, I like Bobias better than Toban. It's, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> Noob Bobabot. That would be it. I'll do it. Get it. My part fadeaway is the tank race is heating up, mm. and we're recording this podcast lame duck style. A huge 
Grizzlies-Hawks game happens in a couple hours. The Grizzlies, who have not beaten an Eastern Conference team on the road, playing the Hawks, who are ahead of them in the tank race. Massive game. You must have loved that tankathon performance by the Bulls last night. It hurt me. I actually was pulling for the Kings in that one. My God, man. That... Yeah, the, Between them and the Mavs, just, the Bulls, just quitting. In, the, at the Kings the scored nine points and won yeah. with De'Aaron Fox going out. That's yeah. that's artful tanking, Bulls. There, I think By this, the way, Zach Levine, games he plays over 20 minutes, uh, no wins. Yeah, well, that was uh, predictable. Wow. wow. Unfortunately, so the uh, there are seven teams within two and a half games of the worst record. Just to... to to let us go out with a little highlight there on the Tankathon. Everybody check out Tankathon.com. I'm going to send the lottery right now. Utah Jazz, first pick. That, that's not okay. That, that doesn't, doesn't seem sense. possible. That doesn't make sense. Well, they, they're, they're taking the Dodgers. Here's what I have something to look look forward to. Uh, someone asked a, a, a Cavs player how much DeAndre Jordan would help them, and uh, he said, quote, Montel Jordan would help us right now. Uh, this, this is how I do it. Uh, Montel Jordan then on Twitter says, I'm good for two points, one rebound, and five good strong fouls, which is about all they can ask for. So kind of J.R. Smith. Yeah, yeah Tristan, Tristan Thompson. But actually, Montel Jordan's like 6'8". Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is? yeah, sneaky tall. Sneaky tall. If you watch his, this is how... All he does is drop hits. Yeah, if you watch uh, the This Is How We Do It video, well, look at him dancing, and you can tell he's gigantic. He doesn't need to drive the keys to my truck. Yeah, one of the greatest songs ever. Yeah, um, in lieu of a Grizz epilogue, because we're recording Lame Duck style, I will say the Memphis Grizzlies on a road trip while benching Tyreek Evans are playing really good together. Like, I am really excited about I, Andrew Harrison. I'm Wayne glad Selling. we're not having a Grizz epilogue because I would just embarrass myself slobbering all over gushing. J.B. Bickerstaff's <laughs> staff. <laughs> God. Yeah, this is all just, you know, the, the swing that a new coach will bring. <gasps> well, the Got swing that. wasn't there. They lost their first 10 or whatever. Yeah, but, you know, after a while, you guys seen every, Jamie like, Bickerstaff. There's something about the freedom of the players, but, like, I'm really optimistic about Dylan Brooks, about Wayne Selden, about Ivan Rab. You Bradley know, Rab. their position is, I'm almost worried they're playing too well. They're going to win way too many games. He's got Deontay Davis playing okay. I know Amazing. they're, I think they're sitting Deontay Davis against the Hawks. That's how you good do for it. them. Solid fun team to watch. And they're going to ruin all chances of getting a meaningful play. I really the think they're playing too well. And yeah. I think like, I feel like Mark Gasol has like decided he kind of likes playing with yeah. Dylan Brooks and Wayne Selden. And again, Andrew Harrison, you know, best it, ball movement we've had in years. He's like, <laughs> you know, maybe 15th and most improved player, but, uh, <laughs> number one in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's definitely blown up. So, That'll, That's it. that'll be your Grizz epilogue, and it is hilarious. Uh, there are probably going to be many trades before this even gets released early Wednesday morning. We didn't even talk about many trades. We'll talk about trades, all right. Because of that. But we are going to post something for Patreon for our listeners with a little bit of trade talk. Like Jared Bayless, can the Sixers unload him? Will the Grizzlies get a first-round pick from either the Nuggets who don't want to pay luxury tax? It's exciting uh, the next couple of Or the days. Celtics, or the Sixers, or the Heat, or the... Everyone want Tyreek. Going to be amazing. All right. Well, you guys uh, go to draft.com slash fast break. Download the draft app. Play against us and other listeners. Support us at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. All right. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being GNG. Fast break break, man. You understand? 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.